0: Okay, you guys, let me ask you a question. Do you struggle to get your weddings featured? Are your wedding submissions constantly being rejected from your dream publications? Does the thought of creating your own submission completely overwhelm you? Well, this is exactly why I created Submission Support to help wedding photographers and planners just like you. Inside our monthly email membership community is where you'll learn what makes a good submission, how to start thinking like an editor, how to curate your images, and how to submit your next wedding all on your own. I've helped dozens of photographers and planners get featured and now I get to help you directly in your inbox every month. To learn more, visit submissionsupport.teewithjanae.com and join today. Hi everyone! Welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the creator of Submission Support, our monthly membership to help you curate and submit your next wedding. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so excited about today's brand new episode because I'm chatting with Kate Ignatowski all about how to take detailed images that improve your chance of getting a wedding featured. Kate and I discuss why detail images are important and what type of images you should and shouldn't be taking at every single wedding. A little bit about Kate before we get started is that she's the founder of Locust Collection, a styling service and photography backdrop company she started in 2018 with the goal of helping wedding industry creatives elevate their brand with ease. She's worked as a destination wedding photographer for over 10 years and developed a keen eye for details and the innate understanding of the challenges photographers face when traveling for weddings and I'm so excited that she's here. I've been a big fan of Kate's for a really long time, a supporter of Locust Collection ever since they started, and I'm so excited that she's here today. And just for our listeners, Kate has been so kind to offer you 5% off your next purchase at Locust Collection at any time. You can use the code Janae at checkout. So let's get excited. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. everybody. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. Kate, can you say hi to everybody? Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Janae. I listen to your podcast all the time. So I feel really honored and excited to be a small part of it.
0: Yeah, well, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Um, for those of you who don't know who Kate is, she is the creator and owner of Locust Collection. And I have been a, I don't know, maybe like a first <laughs> person to buy several of your uh surfaces. So to have you on the show is kind of like a full circle moment for me because I feel like I know you. I've talked to you forever, but we've never actually spoken before.
1: (laughs) I know. I feel like we're old friends and um, I'm excited to finally get to talk to you. And um, yeah, I appreciate your support so much. You're one of the early customers and um, it's been uh, five years tomorrow, actually. So I definitely remember all the early people, and I'll never, never forget them.
0: Oh, that's amazing! Congratulations, five years! Wow. Thank you. Your podcast is about five years old as well, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, twenty eighteen, almost. Yeah, we're yeah. there. It's crazy. It's I can't believe so it. Crazy.
1: <laughs> I know. I can't either. Feels like forever, and also not that long at the same time.
0: Right. I feel like we're just getting started. So (laughs) I do too. Yes. (laughs) I know. Well, I'm so excited today. We're going to be talking about how to take detail images that improve your chance of your wedding getting featured. And I feel very passionate about this. And I feel like you're the perfect person to to talk to about this and pick your brain. Um, You have such an interesting perspective and thoughts and I'm really excited about this, and I definitely feel very passionate about this topic. But before we get started, let's introduce you to everybody who's listening. Um, can you tell us a little bit about you, your company, and how you got started?
1: Yeah. Um, so I'm Kate Ignatowski, and as you said, I own Locust Collection, and we sell rollable styling surfaces. Uh, just to help wedding photographers and other people in the industry take, um, you know, better flat lays or make the whole flat lay process easier. And, um, you know, to to back up how I got started, I actually started my career as a systems engineer. And after my husband and I got married, uh, he was offered um, to transfer in his company to live in Australia. And, you know, we were young and so obviously we did that. And um, I, you know, found myself on the other side of the world uh, trying to make friends, um, you know, for the first time in a long time. And I joined a photography club. And these guys were super technical and they taught me everything about photography, like the technical side, you know, it had been a hobby of mine for a while. But once I understood all the technical aspects, I just totally fell in love. And I said, you know what, I think I'm going to be a wedding photographer. And I started taking on backyard weddings in Australia. And then um, after our couple of years of living there, we moved to New York. And that's where my wedding photography business uh, grew. And then after that, we started, we, um, we moved a couple of times again after that. And so I sort of accidentally became a traveling wedding photographer since I was going back to New York so often. And um, at the time, the only thing on the market for flat lays were their firm styling boards. And they were really beautiful, but I just never could figure out how to get on a plane with them. And, you know, I already had all this gear and then, you know, a a few of the seasons I was either pregnant or pumping and bringing all of that stuff. So I just didn't feel like I could handle, you know, bringing this large board. And so um, one off season, I just had it on my, you know, off season to do list to make myself like something portable that I could bring to weddings. And that was january of 2018 and i just it's like my two worlds merge you know like my engineering background and my like love for photography and art and i just was making all these prototypes of something rollable but you know would be wrinkle free and um i'm sure i was impossible to live with for those months because i literally couldn't like think or talk about anything else i um you know, I was just a total crazy person. And eventually, I, you know, came out with this thing that um, I was really proud of, I thought was really beautiful. And I, you know, was realizing it would serve, uh, you know, I wasn't the only person with this problem. Um, and I knew it could serve others. And I um, ended up launching Locust Collection that May. And um, that was that was the beginning. That's how it all got started.
0: I love it. Oh my gosh. So, so January to May. So like really only five months, you went from prototype to product to selling it. And here yes. you are five years later. And that is incredible because most small businesses fail within the first <laughs> five years. So you've made yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Straight, You're scraping by. Yes. Yeah. And it's just so, you know, I remember when, I don't even remember who I found you found out about you and the locust collection. And I was like, oh, I'm in. Cause this, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember I used to have those styling boards that were like double-sided or single-sided. And they were really, they were um stiff, you know, they were right. like full like boards. And right. people were selling bags for them and you would carry them. But I work in New York City. So um and surrounding areas. So it's right. And I found you. And I think you might... Are you like the originator of this? Like, I feel like you're I like... I am. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I thought. So like when yours came out, I was like, oh my gosh, these are double-sided. They're rollable. They're stain... Well, I think now like they're stain resistant. Like they've just gotten better, better, and better. And I'm like, these are amazing. And uh, you, you you and your customer service, like just incredible. So congratulations. Oh. So exciting. Th-
1: Thank you, Janae. That means, that means a lot. I've definitely put so much in into it. And, um, and so it's great to, to hear, hear that back from you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I like how curated you are too, which mm-hmm. to our topic today, but like you really curate your colors and you are mm-hmm. always like neutral, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I was pushing for like, can you please do a, a pink and a Navy? <laughs> I was yes. like, Cause I had so many Navy weddings I'm like please. Uh, but you are so like, uh, open to feedback and stuff like that so yeah it's yeah great to chat i love that
1: yeah thank you yeah i know you know i i have the experience as a wedding photographer but um i do think it's really important for me to listen to i i spend a lot of time trying to listen to customers and understand their unique perspectives and needs and um because you know they might be different from my
0: own and often are yeah oh you know what i'm remembering i think i asked you for um, if you were going to create a protector for the for the background, and then you came out with that, um, yes, that's right. That was-
1: I yeah, I think that was so great because I at that point I was just working like in my office all the time, so I wasn't thinking about the fact that you're at on site at a wedding and putting it down on the ground or whatever. Um, or also I had a bunch of them, so it's like if one got dirty. You know, I could make myself another one, right? Um,
0: so yeah, that was great. Yeah, all right, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's all coming back to me. <laughs> so what we're gonna chat about today is, you know, how to uh, improve your detail photos and why it's so important to have good to good detail photos that will help your chance of getting featured. You know, I guess where we could start is, you know, why do you think this is important? You know, why improving your detail skills is valuable? Yeah,
1: well, you know, lots of reasons. Um, I mean, to me, the main purpose of detail photos is it helps capture the full story of the wedding day. Um, And, you know, on the publication side, that's exactly what the, the publications are trying to do in their features. They're trying to tell the full story of the day. But ultimately, you're there to serve your customers. And that's another goal in serving your customers is to tell the full story of the day. Um, And I think, you know, when you're trying to grow your business and get better and better as a wedding photographer, you need to be just kind of nailing every aspect of the day. And, uh, you know, the detail photos is just one of the categories that you need to be really good at and show that you're professional um, and that you can create these professional images that are cohesive and, you know, fit with the whole story of the day.
0: Yeah. And I think details, when I talk to my submission clients or even inside submission support, it you know, explaining that details start the the wedding day story, right? Like that's... Mm -hmm. Editors want your galleries, your submissions to be in chronological order and details Mm -hmm. just start the day. So. The details and the backgrounds of the details, you know, can really help tie in the color story from Mm -hmm. start to finish. You know, if I have, it's funny enough, I have like a lavender wedding uh, this week and I had to buy like a lavender background because I want the details that are lavender infused to pick up Mm. on the background. I didn't have anything and you don't tell anything like that. So like I had to make my own in a way but I'm mm-hmm. conscious of this color story that I want to celebrate uh, one for the couple, right. Then the planner and myself. So it's like mm-hmm. shooting for three people all at the same time, but starting with something as the background is really important.
1: It is, it is. And um, yeah, I think that these publications, these editors are looking at, you know, hundreds of submissions all the time and, If your submission isn't tight in, you know, having all the colors be cohesive is part of making it tight um, is really important. And then, you know, when you look at features online so often, it depends on the publication, but like you said, you know, the details are starting the day. So often the details are the first couple of photos in the feature or the slide or however it's laid out. And you have to think about if a prospective couple is looking at this feature and they're, you know, maybe they're trying to get information um, about, you know, planning their wedding or, or finding vendors. Um, you know, this is, you're setting the tone and this is the first impression of your work for them. So, you know, showing that you can professionally capture these images, um, again, it's their first impression of you. Right. When they find you on the publication, exactly.
0: Yeah, and you. I mean, I. I always say like you want to put your best foot forward, <laughs> so you want yeah. to be cohesive. You know,
1: exactly.
0: Yeah. So you know now we know that they're important, and hopefully we've drilled that into your heads. <laughs> <Yeah>. Detailed <laughs> Detail photos are important, and I kind of go into this a lot more um, in submission support, like what mm-hmm. what goes with what and what doesn't. But from your perspective. Like, yes. when it comes to detail images, like, are there certain shots um, that we should uh, include? You know, like, what are things that we have to have? Yes. So,
1: I actually just made a a blog post about, like, the 20 things that you have to include. Um, oh, nice. But the, you know, obviously, the invitation, that's step one in, like, the whole invitation suite. But then you can create additional vignettes, maybe if there was, like, a special rehearsal dinner menu or um, the place cards are really special and they would look good on a flat lay. Um, I think the rings and jewelry, especially if it's family heirlooms, um, I don't see, you know, like the shoes or like the cufflinks that often. I think only if it's something that's really special and unique. I don't um if, they're, if it's nothing out of the ordinary, I don't think you necessarily have to include them. Um, of course, the gift bag, if they have something like that, I think you need to show everything that's in the bag. Um, you know, the bouquet, but I, I think that the, you know, the bride holding the bouquet. Um, and then I think the cake or the dessert, um, you need to photograph that. And then some of the stuff that's less like, Flat lays, I think you need to get uh, like an outdoor view of the wedding location. Yeah. I think you need to get the the bride's dress or the groom's suit um, more more likely on them than just hanging. And especially if it's something really special or out of the ordinary, um, the bridesmaids and the groomsmen, what they're wearing. You need a, a wide shot of the ceremony that's ideally empty and then close-ups of any special vignettes like if there was special planters or special arch or something and then in the reception you need a wide shot of the reception you need like a, a long photo of the tablescape and then you need a like one place setting and maybe if it's special floral, like a, a vignette of just the floral arrangement. And then the table numbers only if there's something special. Um, if the escort card or seating chart is really special, you need that. Um, anything really unique at the cocktail hour, like if there's a champagne tower or a specialty bar, special wine, beer, or cocktail with like that menu or the special napkins um, a wedding favor, if it's really special, the food, if that's, you know, really special. Um, and then if they, at the end of the night, if they change outfits, obviously you need, you know, the next outfit. Um, but if you're looking at all of that as a whole, I think you heard me say special, like 18 times, (laughs) um, anything that's special, you know, like, uh, and I'm sure that you tell your, um, you tell people this all the time, but to you know, backtrack and start talking to your clients, you know, months before the wedding to find out, you know, maybe you didn't know that they, um, you know, embroidered inside of their dress their fa- their late father's initials, and you would have never noticed that if they didn't tell you that. Things like um, that you would miss, or like you didn't know that the the earrings were a family heirloom unless they told you. Um, so I think all of those things, like having that, if, if you're newer, just having that all printed out and making sure that you're getting all of those things, every wedding um is that's really like the main, the main items, but then also just really anything special.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, special and unique things that are, I've heard from a few editors um because you know not every wedding gets gets accepted and I mm-hmm. like to ask you know why why was this not a fit why was this not um you know a, a match right now and they'll say you know there just wasn't any or, or or unique enough details that we haven't seen before and mm-hmm. we're always looking for something unique so and yeah. u- unique and also personalized to the couple mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. I think like unique personalized special details your you know i think we touched on this at the beginning where as wedding photographers we do a lot of photography all on the same day right it's like mm-hmm. portraits it's still photography it's it's a documentary it's a you know um i'm trying to think like almost wildlife you know <laughs> like on the dance floor like we <laughs> Kind of encompass every sort of photography, quote unquote, genre, and making sure you're good at all of those things is hard. You know, it's hard to do. But I think if you have like a running list, or like if you get, you know, your PDF, I have something in my shop, like that's, you Mm -hmm. know, photos you should be getting, you can start to see how you're building your detailed list. Um, wedding after wedding, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, definitely the wide shot of the ceremony, wide shot of the room,
1: the mm-hmm. table
0: close up, table far away, mm-hmm. and like you can start to, in a way, have a have a a method. You know what I mean? Like to what yes. you have to follow.
1: Yeah, and the more that you practice that method and and do it, the easier it's going to get. Like maybe you need to uh, print it out or screenshot something. The first few times and then after a while comes second
0: nature. Yeah, definitely. You think there are any shots that we should avoid putting in? Well, I, I, I think there's two parts to that. I
1: think when it, when it comes to creating these detail photos, I think you have to be careful about what you're adding in and making sure that any props or things are intentional and support the story instead of, um, confusing it. And, you know, I think that's, that's sort of one thing to avoid is, is, is is inserting unnecessary things into the story. Mm -hmm. Um, and as, and then as far as photos to just, I don't think like you were saying, like the dance floor photos, nobody needs to see too many of those um, or just I I think if you're just really intentional about curating your submission um, so that you're really only showing the best things and maybe giving those editors a couple of different options for the different you know special and personalized details um, and then anything outside of that it doesn't need to be there.
0: Right. Yeah. And I will say more. I think some uh, editors and um, outlets now definitely want really like candid and natural mm-hmm. moments, less posed. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you, I you know I look at wedding blogs and some uh, accepted features all the time. And it's sort of like they want these natural moments, less uh, stagy, I guess, in a way, but mm-hmm. they also still. Feature details like they mm-hmm. still, it's still there. You know, it's not a hundred percent like raw imagery. It's also um, the handkerchief or the detail mm-hmm. flat lay because they want to highlight the stationer. You know, may, mm-hmm. I don't, I kind of agree with the shoes and stuff, but you still have to take that stuff because of the client, you know, like mm-hmm. the, or their shoes. But sometimes, you know, if you have an amazing heel or it's a but, you know something funky or it's jeweled or those jimmy choos which everybody likes with the pearls like if it's mm-hmm. enough that you know they might feature it or they could put it on their instagram i think you also have right. to that too like totally like, yeah like your wedding could get featured online let's say for brides but then like several months later their shoe picture could be in like a wrap-up gallery and you're like oh that's amazing yeah right. I didn't even think about that. So you never know right. what the editors are really working on and and mm-hmm. how your published work can live on forever. Right. That's totally true. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think we have a really good idea of like what kind of detail shots we're looking at and like flat lays are important. You know, do you have any tips for like, creating a better flat lay? I know, I mean, I love your work. And like when you, when your emails come in, I'm like, oh, those look so pretty. Like oh. how do you sort of like, maybe just walk us through your process of like creating a really good flat lay. Like, are there things that you do and things that you don't do?
1: Yeah, this is a great question. Um, so there's a few things that I think if you can get right, then you'll have, you know, you'll be, you know, ab- above, way above average just by like a few simple things. Um, number one is having good light in the flat lays. I, I think that you can have something like really beautiful and perfectly styled, but if the light is falling flat, then it just really brings down the flat lay big time. Um, so for me, having light coming from the side is is the best way to create that. I think something that I think I even did when I was first starting out is put the uh make the flat lay like right under a window. And that makes the, the light come straight down. And then there's no shadows. It's just very direct lighting that falls really flat. So kind of learning how to have this, you know, um, dynamic light falling on your flat lay. I think that's really key. Um, and then finding good balance in my flat lays is really important. So, Um, You know, anybody who is planning out their Instagram grid knows how to make things look balance, you know, like you can't have too much busyness on one side and then not enough on the other side, you know, creating that balance and making sort of a zigzag in in the layout so that the eye has to travel. That's something I always try to do. Um, And those are really like the main two things for me, like, and and when you talk about balance, I think try to get the color and the shape uh, all all balanced. Um, Something that I've heard a lot of people um, find challenging is, okay, sure, when you have this beautiful stationery and you have all of these different pieces and all of these different sizes, it's, I find it really a lot easier to, to lay it all out. But when you just have this, you know, one piece and one envelope, um, how do you make that look special? Um, And I think that's actually a great opportunity to bring in florals or um, intentionally sourced props. Um, Something that I've done on wedding days, if, if you know, I'm with the bride, for instance, and maybe I'm at their house or their parents' house. I'll just kind of walk around the house and find maybe like a jewelry dish that they they actually have. And it goes with the wedding or, um, you know, if I'll talk to the florist, if they have any extra florals and incorporating those with a more simple piece, I think kind of helps. So those are some of the some of the main things I can definitely add more
0: here if you want. Yeah, no, I think that's great. So I think it's lighting from the side, right? Get dynamic yes. lighting from the side and then creating a zigzag sort of shape with the paper to make your eye sort of wander the picture, right? Follow through yes. up and down. And yes. then also pillaging the the home. <laughs> And, yes, and, and or, me, oh, yes or the hotel and seeing what they yeah. have and i've done that before i'm like oh um i had a, a martha's vineyard wedding and they had this like adorable plate with the sailboat in the middle i was like yeah that's yes. that's going in there like yeah <laughs> thing that's going and it was the mother's you know like so it means yeah to the bride exactly the uh yeah and i also i think like one thing things to avoid like um mm-hmm. i never like to be negative but please stop um you know i've said this before like junking up your photos with like your own props like just leave mm-hmm. leave stuff at home um i know there's like huge you know industries but like if the bride has or the groom has their own ring box use that like if they didn't mm-hmm. give you ribbon like i would stay away from it and then the mm-hmm. florals you know, don't be afraid to ask the florist for extra florals and offer to pay for them. You know, like just, yes. you know, be aware I I know some photographers get so mad like why should I ask to pay for them because flowers are expensive. Like, you yeah. know, if you're living under a rock, like a peony is like $5 a bud and that's at wholesale. So, you know, yeah. the uh, you know, offer them to pay. And most florists yeah. might say, "No, don't worry about it. I got it." But they'll appreciate yeah, offering because then you understand that that's their business, you know. So, yeah, I always ask and offer, like, hey, can you bring me some flowers? You know, I'll pay for the extra blooms. Um, yes. but I think it's important to, to for the point of this is like they're the flowers that are in the wedding, right? Like, I didn't go yes. to a bodega and get flowers that have no meaning to this couple, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so yeah. keeping it cohesive, which I think you said before, is like, yeah, I think really yeah. important. Yeah. And you're, again, you're getting these great detail photos for the client, for yourself, for the planner, yeah. and eventually, hopefully, the publication. So you're shooting for everybody.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I think if you're you're newer or maybe, maybe you're not newer, but, you know, you've mastered all these other parts of the day and you just haven't really taken the time to figure out flat lays. And, um, you know, I know for me, like it's the start of the day and then you know you have all the details and all the bridesmaids are staring at you it can feel kind of like a lot and so if if you get nervous you know maybe just just take like the anything that you know you can't take home take take that on site but then take the invitations home and and practice them if you're somebody that works better in a quiet um focused environment when you're learning something new And, uh, you know, to the florals, you could either take them home and often they're going to be okay the next day, um, or you could now, or now you know what the florals are and you can go get something similar. Um, again, if you're just really new and feel kind of frazzled on the wedding day, doing everything
0: right there. Yeah, totally. I love that. So I guess, you know, do you have any recommendations for, you know, how people listening, could get featured? You know, what do you have like a top tip or two that are, have worked for you continuously?
1: Um, I think just, you know, curating, I, I think honestly, deciding what publication you're really shooting for and going through a bunch of their features and sort of noticing what they feature and then curating your, um gallery for that or noticing or like you know what I don't think this wedding is a good fit for this I'm not gonna waste their time um sending this I'll find a better fit um if does that make sense?
0: Yeah yeah I, I always recommend researching the publications yeah so that your style matches their style you know exactly like, yeah like are they publishing weddings that I have been at this venue before are they similar colors to similar couples like are yeah. you in the ballpark of being accepted here and that really you know is helpful like if you um you know shoot darker moodier and then you go to style me pretty probably not a fit you know like probably, right. probably not going to happen but if you align yourself I always talk about brand alignment and aligning yourself properly with the right publications. It can do wonders for your business. So I think paying attention, um, (laughs) being observant is very helpful. Yes.
1: (laughs) It's very helpful. It is. And make, you know, make a list, you know, find the publications that you want to target. And then, um, and even before the wedding um, look through their features and, and refresh yourself with what, you know, this publication is really looking for. So, you know, to sort of adjust your shot list for, for that wedding with that
0: specific goal in mind. Yeah, definitely. I think that that's a great, that's a great tip. Adjust your Mm -hmm. shot list for the publication that you want to be featured in. Very smart. Mm -hmm. Very, very Mm -hmm. good. So let's talk about locust collection real quick. I know mm. we already gushed about it in the beginning, mm. but you know, how can locust collection, you know, help photographers with their detail images, maybe explain how, how you sort of uh, alleviated this stressful point.
1: Yeah. So it's funny because it's, it's been five years now. So I think a lot of the newer photographers don't even remember a time before rollable styling surfaces. So My original goal was just to have something rollable and portable um, instead of those, the firm boards. Um, But at this stage, you know, for me, like you said, I do spend a lot of time curating these really high quality fabrics and textiles that are really versatile and that are going to um, support many of the different color stories of the weddings. And so... Um, and I also spent a lot of time since they're two sided, I spend a lot of time making sure that the two sides go pretty well together. So like you could photograph a few details on one side and a few on the other, and that adds another layer to the color story. And it's also still supporting the color story. Um, and yeah, the, you know, they're rollable, so they're just really easy to take to weddings and then they just roll out. I think something else that's that's actually a little bit important is just looking professional in front of your client. And, you know, I've had times where I show up with, you know, my mats and they're like all again, all the bridesmaids. Oh, wow. I, w- I hope my photographer has that. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's sort of like a little add on. But, um, you know, I think that again going back to these photos being some of the first ones in a lot of publications features you're you're putting this is the first impression and so if they see this very professional um, image that you took the time to take for these this other couple's details that's that's showing that you put a lot of care into this so um, yeah the whole goal for me is that I want to make flat lace really easy and also a lot more beautiful than they would be without my styling surfaces.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I will say, in my opinion, it's also like taking control of your surroundings. So I, mm-hmm. as a a photographer now, almost 14 years shooting weddings, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, you, I would walk into a hotel and be like, all right, what am I going to use to teach Mm -hmm. these details in the beginning? And, you know, carpets are ugly. Like, and what if they don't have white sheets or maybe they don't have colors that match the wedding? Or honestly, I wasn't even cognizant of that stuff uh, Mm -hmm. when I first started. So I didn't, I didn't know any better, you know, I didn't have the goal of being published. So I did not know any better until I started realizing, oh, I got to up this game.
1: And mm-hmm. I have to
0: I have to start taking uh, taking control of this narrative. So I started actually yes. showing up to weddings with paper. I would bring my own mm. rolls of wallpaper, or like my own, mm. you know, you, um, at not you know at paper source you can buy like sheets of paper. Mm-hmm. So I would just buy sheets of paper, and and then I would throw it away. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, it would get destroyed. Um, right. But then with Locust Collection, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to invest. I probably have 10 mm-hmm. of yours. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I have so many that now I have no worries as to when I show up on a wedding day because I have asked for the design deck in advance. I've asked for the mm-hmm. invitations in advance. I've pre-styled the invitation so I know what I'm going to do right away. And I go in locked and loaded with a game plan that the paper's done in 10 minutes. And then I Mm -hmm. work on everything else. So for me, it has sped up this process that Mm -hmm. I am like in full control of now. And my brides Mm -hmm. and my couples, grooms, they expect it. Like I Mm -hmm. reach out to them in advance. I say they want me to take their detailed photos in the way that I do. And mm-hmm. it's sort of, you know, part of the deal now. And I'm happy about that.
1: <laughs> like, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I love to hear that the the perspective on giving putting you in control, because that's so true. Even the most beautiful, you know, getting ready locations, it doesn't mean that they're going to have a floor that is beautiful. And, um, and also, you can place the mat in the best lighting, you know, even if, they do have this beautiful floor. If, if the lighting there isn't good, that's, that's not going to help you. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and I do think, yes, the more you show it, the more, the more your couples will appreciate or, you know, expect it and appreciate it and you'll be known for it. And I've even had customers tell me that they, once they kind of, you know, up their flat leg game, they were able to increase their, their own rates and, um, and I just love hearing that because that's what a lot of people want, you know, to elevate their, their business really and to take on these clients who care about the details and are willing to pay more so that you as a photographer can actually take on less weddings and, you know, not be traveling for weddings, you know, 40 weekends out of every year.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all cyclical. Like it's all tied together. It's Mm -hmm. pretty, it's pretty amazing. You know, like if you start elevating one aspect, you can elevate another aspect, like your pricing Mm -hmm. (laughs) or your clients and your clientele, you know, like, I feel like if that, if that is your goal, right. If you're listening and that's your goal, then it becomes easier to get into a new market or get yourself in, your foot in the door because people are will start to be like, oh yeah, we, we everything's going to look good. This planner mm-hmm. knows that the year of decor and design that they've worked with and they put mm-hmm. their heart and soul into, it's going to be well photographed for themselves mm-hmm. and the client and therefore they're going to want to work with you again. Like it just you know, it just keeps happening like little by little and it doesn't happen overnight, but, you know, no, you start elevating, yeah, this is kind of like a beginner, right? Like start here and then work on yeah. everything else and like, see what happens, you know, let us know in a year, like what happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. You do have to work, you know, you know, wedding after wedding and and practicing after practicing. But um, I, I do think too, that, um, you know, couples are wanting their wedding featured as well. And you know, and then the planners wanting the the wedding featured. So seeing somebody who can handle the detail shots is going to um, attract those people that wanting those
0: same things. Exactly. Exactly. And we hope you guys all get featured for sure. Yes. Let's talk about, I always like to end each show with like three, you know, like some bullet points that people who are listening and maybe doing, you know, driving can like end the show do these three things and be on their way. Like how, you know, what are maybe like your three best tips to kind of have my idea of what they are, you know, in regard okay. in, in regarding detail images, like what three things should you make sure are stuck in your head after today's podcast?
1: Okay. I think I have
0: more than three. So, so let me yeah, say shoot it. away. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Well, um, again, I think figuring out how to get the right light in your flat lay in any, wherever you are, is, is so key. So practicing that, um, keeping your flat lays, I guess this all falls in together, but balanced with the shape and the color um, and the layout, keeping those flat lays balanced and then also not interjecting a lot of unnecessary elements. That's another key. Um, if you need to bring a list of all the details that you know that you need to capture, for that feature publication. Um, if you're somebody who, you know, like you said, that in, in the wedding day, you're trying to do all these million different things. So there's nothing wrong with writing things down and and checking them off. So you make sure not
0: to forget them. So, so those are my three. What are your three, Janae? I love that. No, I'm gonna piggyback off of yours. <laughs> I think uh, I think those are the pros. Let's I'll do, I'll do don't chunk up the photos, right? Less is more. Yeah um yeah don't interject yourself too much into the detail shots and Mm -hmm. if you only have one invitation and one envelope and one reply card how can you make that look its best um with a good background and like asking for the florals but i always like um maybe it's not a tip but one of the things that i like to do or have or just do normally is i'll style the paper without any props and once i feel that that looks good to my eye then i'll mm-hmm. introduce something maybe um because mm-hmm. i feel like if the design isn't strong it doesn't matter what you put in um mm-hmm. it still won't be strong so i like to have a solid paper choice first and then or layout mm-hmm. and then add in stuff if necessary. So that's, that's for me, but yeah, don't forget to be nice to your florists. <laughs> mm,
1: I I think that the, that's a great business tip when you're saying offer to pay for the florals, like that's for anything, you know, I, I never expect anything for free and always offering to pay for things, even when, you know, it's, it's likely that they're going to say, Oh, you know, no, it's fine. I, I think that really goes a long way. Just being respectful to, To others in the industry
0: yeah for sure definitely oh my goodness Kate this has been so awesome (laughs) we could talk all day about this thank you so much for coming on you could (laughs) this has been so great well you have to come back for sure Uh, I would love to yeah so let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you uh, Locust Collection and say hello online
1: yeah, so uh, Instagram, it's locust, L-O-C-U-S-T, collection, and the website is locustcollection.com. And please feel free to email us or direct message us. I'm so old when I said direct message today. <laughs> DM.
0: <laughs> you hit slide into her DMs. Also, you have uh, uh, the blog post, right, that yes. people can visit and get those 20 images that you recommended, right? And that's for free? Yes.
1: Yes. It's for free. Just um, you know, go to our website and search publication and uh, it'll pop up. And so I have examples of, of everything there as well. So hopefully that's oh, helpful perfect. for some people.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's great. Oh my goodness. Kate, thank you so much for being here. This is such a wonderful show. Um, it's a joy to talk to you and I hope you come back real soon. Thank you so much for having me, Janae. It's such an honor. I really appreciate
1: you um, talking with me today.
0: you like today's episode i want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to kate to being our wonderful guest today i'm so glad we finally got to chat and connect and thank you so much for offering our listeners that generous gift of five percent off any purchase at locust collection you guys can use the code Janae at checkout to save well that's it you guys i can't wait to share our next cup of tea together bye